Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I'm in love with you. I swear it's true. Even when I make you cry. But you're making me a better man. I'm gonna learn to love you right. Hi guys, it's Rye from Rye's Little Corner Podcast. And welcome back to another episode. So today I thought I would also make um, a YouTube video in case anybody wanted to just watch. Um, but yeah, so today's episode is episode 39. Uh, it's going up as episode 39 on YouTube, but I thought that maybe today would be a nice day to just record on my laptop camera as well. So maybe people on YouTube could also just get a chance to listen or watch, although it might be pretty boring to just watch. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so... I don't really know what my plan is for today's episode. I'm just going to wing it, I guess. Um, But yeah, so normally I do have a topic that I want to talk about, but not today, unfortunately. Um, So for those watching on YouTube, I really do hope that you guys have a good... um, what's the word good quality like sound quality um because my laptop kind of sucks with that with picking up sounds sometimes uh but yeah so what to talk about oh do you guys like the tapestry uh my cousin gave it to me uh i love it it's right next to my bed which is where i'm recording per usual (laughs) Um, but yeah, how is everybody? I hope you guys are all doing really well. Um, yeah. I know last week's episode was kind of a downer, and I do apologize for that. Um, I have been doing pretty crappy mentally. Um, but yeah. I am doing my best to work through my stuff. Um, And again, last week's episode was in no way uh, for pity or sympathy. Um, I'm just doing what I can to put out my story and my experiences with mental health um, out there to uh, help other people who may be going through the same things that I am. And I want you guys to all know that in no way uh, do I expect pity from any of you for what I am going through. Um, But yeah, I thought I would just open with that, I guess. Um, So I think I do have an idea for what to do this episode. 
Um, so as you guys know, I do love to write. I am, that is one of my dreams. One of my goals is to write a, um, best-selling novel. Um, and I think because of this, that dream, I, not because of that, but because like I'm a writer and I like to share my writing, I think I'm going to read a couple of my stories or like a couple different parts of my stories. So right now, the uh, stories that I do have are either ones that I have given up on or are fan fictions because I am not quite ready to share about my new project. Um, I'm not ready to share about that other than with one close friend and family but like immediate family, my mom's and my brother. Um, so yeah, I think I'm probably just going to maybe read one of my discontinued stories. <clears throat> but yeah, um, so I do have to use my phone for this. So I apologize to those listening on uh, the podcasts, uh, just listening to the regular podcast. Um, I hope it's on this app that I just opened, but I'm not 100% sure if it is, and I apologize, guys. Um, yeah, uh, please, uh, this is just, like, a disclaimer, please do not use any of the characters that I have in, written into this story, don't use the storyline, this is my work, and, um, yeah, I'm not sure if it is going to be discontinued forever or if I really just needed a break from working on it. But yeah, please, please, please do not, do not copy off of this work. Um, I'm trying to find it right now and I can't find it. Oh, I found it. Okay, cool. We found it. Um, so yeah, there are a few chapters that I have on this app all of it uh, everything else is um somewhere on my laptop so this story is called different at Waybridge High excuse me <clears throat> um but yeah Five teens who can all relate to each other in some way are plopped in the same school. People start to notice the students and realize just how different they are. The group is of all different races, different home lives, and even more so, gay, mentally ill, and just different. Not just other students, but some teachers, parents, and even random strangers begin harassing the group. What happens when their principal steps in? Will it fix the, or the problem, or will it make it even worse for the friends? Oh, no, what? What is happening here? There we go. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, prologue. Riley was up with the sun as usual. She just wanted to have the best birthday ever. It was Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. She loved running and so did her boxer, August. So ran they did. She wanted to get to the waterfall by 8.30, so she left at 6.45. As she put on her dog's harness and grabbed his leash, she heard her father in the upstairs bathroom. She groaned. The walls of the two-story home she lived in with her parents were thin, and she hated it. 
If she could have just one wish come true, it would be for her to not have to hear her parents praying that she'd find a better boyfriend than her gay best friend, Sam. Riley clipped on August's leash and headed out the door in her sweatpants, sweatshirt, and her favorite running shoes. She ran the hour and 45 minutes to the waterfall before pulling out a breakfast bar and her water bottle. August panted at her side. Sit, boy, she said softly and sat on a fallen tree by the edge of the water, watching upriver at the waterfall, the large amounts of water falling over the rocks and splashing into the river below. August sat in front of his owner and rested his head on her knee. It's beautiful here, she whispered, rubbing the dog's left ear and eating her breakfast bar. Her favorite thing to do was photography. She loved being able to capture pictures of the wilderness and the animals that inhabited it. She pulled out her camera from her pocket and looked around the wooded area. She spotted a few deer a yards or no oh, frick, she spotted a deer a few yards off. She snapped a picture of the peaceful creature and smiled. August had laid down by this point, too invested in his nap by the river to notice the deer. Riley was grateful for that and smiled over her shoulder. It was an amazing and peaceful morning, the best way to start off her birthday. Eventually, August caught sight of the deer and barked. The buck lifted his head and ran off into the woods. Riley rolled her eyes and laughed. You silly dog, she muttered. At 9.30, she decided to, or to go back home. Rather than running home, she just walked, taking her time. She knew August was happy for that as he wagged his docked tail. She occasionally gave the dog's head a rub, and soon enough, they made it home. <clears throat> Sapphire, I know you don't want to go to your mom's, and I wish you didn't have to either, but it's court-ordered. You have to spend one weekend with her, just Saturday night and Sunday until 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. I'll be there right on the dot, Sapphire's dad, Max, said. Papa, please don't make me go. I know that you're accepting of me, but she's not. Maybe it's the way she was raised because her parents were so strict and, you know, Indian. But I shouldn't have to deal with her abuse. Please, Papa. Sapphire was close to tears. Her mom had just been released from prison two and a half months prior, and the court had ordered that she got one weekend a month with Sapphire, who hadn't seen her mom in almost four years. Sapphire had since started transitioning from male to female the day her mom had been sentenced. <coughs> She now had breasts and was getting bottom surgery in two months. Knowing how transphobic and homophobic her mother was, Sapphire really didn't want to see her. Papa, I'm scared. She let her tears fall. I know you are, Pumpkin. I'm scared too. If she lays even one hand on you or even uses or drinks in front of you, I will call the cops and I will get you out of there. But I don't think she will. That's what I'm scared of, Papa. I'm scared she won't use or drink, but that her anger will get the best of her. Last time she saw me, I was a boy. I was a 12-year-old boy, but now I'm a 16-year-old girl. I know, but you know that I'm only ever just one phone call away. If anything feels wrong, you call me, okay, princess? I love you so much. I love you too, Papa. The two then headed, or headed to Sapphire's mother's. Autumn stepped out of the car holding her pet ferret close to her chest. <clears throat> she didn't say a word, something that wasn't uncommon for her since the death of her parents. This is it, Autumn, 
our new house, her uncle, Jeremy, said, resting his hand on her shoulder in a supportive way. He and his wife had officially adopted her as their own, since in order to move, she couldn't be a foster kid. Amy walked over to the two of them. I know moving can be scary, Autumn, but a change of scenery, scenery will be good for all of us, she said and opened the trunk of the SUV. All right, Gasper has to go into his carrier now. Autumn nodded and put the ferret into his carrier. The 16-and-a-half-year-old went to the trunk and grabbed her suitcase and backpack, which was full of all her belongings. All right, we've moved all our stuff in. Now it's time for us to move in, Jeremy said, looking sadly at his wife's biological niece. You remember where your room is? Amy asked as they walked into the house. When Jeremy saw, or saw Autumn not, yeah, Autumn nod, he gave her a gentle push. Go on then. He wa or he then watched her head to her room and smiled sadly. Amy, can I talk to you for a minute? Of course, what's up? I'm really worried about Autumn. She hasn't talked in almost exactly a year. All of her old teachers knew and understood why. What if her new teachers don't understand? What if she gets in trouble for not talking? Look, I spoke to the principal. Mrs. Thompson seemed to really understand and said she'll get someone to sit in or sit in with her to be her, or in class to be her voice. Sorry, guys, I haven't even read my own work in a while. Or in a while. <laughs> Aren't you worried she'll get picked on even more at this new school? She was already getting bullied at her old school. Look, I know you want to homeschool her, but neither of us can do that. We both work, Amy said and sighed. Anyway, I'm going to go pick up the takeout we ordered. I love you. I love you too, Jeremy said and kissed his wife's cheek. Sam, come on, Sam's mother called up the stairs. We gotta get to Riley's party. Sam ran down the steps and got his shoes on. Okay, okay, no need to yell, Sam laughed and grabbed the gift he got for his best friend. All right, let's roll. The two headed to Riley's party. As usual, they were the only two to show up for the poor girl. It always broke Sam's heart that no one else ever showed up for Riley. Most other kids were afraid of Hector, Riley's father. He worked at the church and was pretty well known for not being the best person. He often showed up to church drunk and also tended to hit Riley. So would Riley's mother. Being known as the girl with the drunk churchgoer parents wasn't fun for Riley, and Sam always wanted to defend her, but was or but that wasn't always possible. Sorry. I had to go back and check something. <laughs> um or where was I? Oh, hey, Roy guy, Sam said, sitting next to her. I got you this. He handed her the bag with the new instant camera. When Riley opened it, she instantly jumped into her best friend's arms. Thank you so much, Sam. This is the best gift ever. Any f or anything for my best pal, Sam laughed. You're literally the best. I know. That's why you call me your best friend. Riley pulled out her other camera and showed Sam the picture of the deer she'd taken earlier that day. Look how gorgeous this buck was. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. I wish I had your talent. I can give you lessons in photography sometime, the Mexican-American girl offered. Really? I'd like that. Cool. Tomorrow. Okay, cool. Alaska woke up at 10 o'clock Saturday morning, looking around her room. She felt her cat Tiger rubbing against her arm. Morning, Tiger. You little brat. Her laugh echoed around the room. Alaska, come get breakfast, baby girl, her mother called. Alaska got out of bed. She headed down the stairs. Morning, Mama. Have you, or have I told you, 
or lately how much I appreciate that you let me transition? The 16-year-old asked. Yes, you tell me every day. Okay, good. Now what's for breakfast? Eggs, bacon, and pancakes. Ooh, yummy. Alaska sat and ate her breakfast. When's Daddy coming home? From his boat trip? Tonight, we'll be picking him up at 7.15 at the airport. Yay! Alaska was openly transgender, male to female. She was super excited to see or to see her father after a month of being apart. The girl always felt lucky to have two loving, supportive, and accepting parents. She knew Sapphire, a girl she'd met in a trans kids support group, had a loving, supportive, and a, or accepting father, but a not-so-loving, supportive, or an accepting mother. She and Sapphire had grown quite close, even swapping numbers, and that always made her happy. But right now, that didn't matter to Alaska. She was going to finally see her dad. Too long. That's what it felt like before it was finally 7.15. Alaska and her mom, Alma Rose, arrived at the airport. When Alaska saw her father, she screamed in excitement. Daddy, she called, running to her father, jumping into his arms. My beautiful daughter, Angus said. In five separate households, five teens went to bed, hoping for the best on Monday, none of them knowing that their lives were going to begin to change even more so. And I don't think I'm going to read any more than that, because... I don't know why that took so much energy out of me, but it did. Holy fuck. Um, but yeah, so that is just the prologue of one of the stories I am taking a break from writing. I think I might start writing again or that story again. I don't know. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know where that sentence was going to go. But anyway, so I was talking to my mom this morning and I had this really weird dream last night that I was telling her about. I was doing this job. I have no idea what it was. And then I walked into this barn and it was like surrounded by statues of these different kinds of animals. Most of them are reptiles, but like ball pythons, leopard geckos, crested geckos, bearded dragons, iguanas, um skinks and then there was just one otter and I walked into the barn and there were all of these different animals just roaming around freely in the barn and I'm just like so I went out to the like head of wherever this place was in my dream and I'm like you do realize that all of these animals should be in separate enclosures not only is it dangerous for them to be mingling and like free around each other uh, they also have very different temperature and humidity needs like um, a bearded dragon needs less humidity than a bearded dragon, or no, Jesus Christ, than a leopard gecko, and a, a leopard gecko needs a different, uh, temperature, like, they need different kinds of temperature, different types of enclosures, and so the guy who was, like, running it was like, okay, well, you'll be in charge of all the animals, like, you'll do all the care, the maintenance, everything, like, you do that, we will pay you, we will get a pay raise, blah, 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 and I'm just like, the f- I don't know how the fuck to take care of an otter. Like, I know how to take care of a bearded dragon, a leopard gecko, and a, an iguana, and maybe a guinea pig, <laughs> or like a hamster or mice, but like, how the fuck does one take care of an otter? <laughs> and so, after that dream, I woke up and I was like, okay, and called my mom. And I'm like, I'm thinking about maybe I need to go to college to become a uh, zoologist, because like, 
I miss working, or I'm not miss working, but, like, I want to work with animals, like, I feel like I could probably hold down a job if I was working with animals, um, but yeah, I want to major in zoology or biology or whatever, probably zoology, and then I want to minor in creative writing and English, and yeah, I'm not really sure though, like, that's what I want to do, but I'm not sure, like, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know if I should make this episode longer, I probably should, maybe like half an hour at most, because I'm not good at just sitting here and talking to myself for 30 minutes, you know, but yeah, Um, I I don't really know what to talk about right now, and I apologize to all of you for any awkward silences. Like, when there are silences, the uh, people watching the video version of this probably know what's going on because, like, they can see. Um, But yeah, I just have my vape. But yeah, so, um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know what to talk about anymore, and I apologize, guys, like, I really don't. Um, I can hear plows outside because it is snowing. Uh, it is March, and it is still snowing, like, come on, Mother Nature, give us some spring weather, please. Like, a couple weeks ago, it went 32 degrees to 60 degrees. Actually, it was, like, 65 degrees. Like, it literally 30 or 32 degrees next day, 65 degrees. And I'm just, like, I was just, like, can we please stay at the 65? Like, I'm done with winter. Please. Um, like, please, just, no, stop. Stop with the snow. I hate snow. I... I live in Vermont, right? So, like, I have... I've lived here my entire life. Every winter, I have seen snow. Tell me why I hate it. Like, I should be used to it by this point, but I am not. I am not used to snow, and I've lived in Vermont my entire 21 years of life. Fuck, man. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, so, um, oh, so I asked a couple people to come on the podcast. I have no idea if or when they will, but, um, I asked Andrea Burns and she saw that message on Tuesday she has not responded so I don't I don't think she'll be coming on I hope she will um but I don't know and then I also asked Robin de Jesus yesterday that was just yesterday Mm, oh well um, anyway, 
I asked him. He has not seen it yet. But out of the two, I really hope that Andrea comes on. I love Andrea Burns. Um, Andrea Burns is definitely one of my biggest inspirations ever. She is uh, super talented. She's super sweet. Uh, I talked to her a little bit on Instagram before. Before I ended up deleting my old account because uh, I was getting relentlessly like cyberbullied in high school. Like people were telling me to off myself all the time. So um, yeah, I deleted that account. But yeah, enough about that kind of shit though. We don't we don't need to talk about shit like that. <laughs> um. What else to talk about, though? I don't know. Hmm. I, I, I don't know what to talk about. Fuck, dude. Um, I guess this is just going to be a shorter episode. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening or watching, uh, if you watched the YouTube version um, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much uh for um listening, watching whatever you did this week. Uh and enjoy. All right. Peace. Standing here. Feel the light on my skin. I see myself in a place I've never been. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.